back here at the main event every Monday through Friday, noon to 2 p.m. here on 1580 The Fanatic. man, we'll get to your text after this segment because it has to do with the college basketball that we were just talking about. Milecats fan says, that's why we listen. Yeah, some of you are weird like that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding with you. CK says, fellas, let's hear the XFL breakdown rather than NASCAR breakdown. Look, this is going to be 10 minutes of your life, CK. Get used to it. And uh, XFL breakdown, end of the show. Maybe today. We'll see if we have time. Can't wait, man. Breaking down. Vegas Vipers play this weekend. And for now, let's take a left turn. Of course, it's Daytona Week, the Great American Race Weekend. Chief joins us, of course, as our NASCAR correspondent going into this year. And uh, joining us to talk, look, you got the duels tonight, Izzy. You don't know what that is. I don't. Chief, how you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. And uh, I'm honored to uh, not be in the same hour as XFL Talk. Um, we've been, uh, so, uh, I guess we can let it out in the air, Izzy, right? Yeah, and yeah. All week we've been teasing XFL breakdowns, and of course we bump in on purpose, you know, because we're not breaking down the XFL, so that's the, uh, game But if there. we were to break down the XFL, uh, does, does Dallas have a team this year? I don't know. I just know Vegas does, and they're the Vipers. Houston? Yeah, Houston's oh, not Dallas. Are they the Rough Riders, or was that the other thing? That, I don't know. Yeah, I don't the Rough you confused the USFL and the XFL. Like, I don't even understand it. I know the Rock owns one. You know, oh, yeah, then, USFL. I thought it was AFL. I don't uh, know. What, USFL. What, what. Who, it's know. a spring football league. Who cares? <laughs> it's, uh, it's confusing, but that was the joke earlier in the week was we kept teasing XFL breakdown going on. Beer Bob, uh, just so you know, we got you uh, there. But, uh, Chief, of course, the duels tonight – we, there's not a lot to talk about on there. All this does is it sets the, you know, where you start for uh, Daytona this weekend. Are there going to be any surprises tonight? I mean, it's just it's just the starting position stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got four guys vying for two spots uh, in Duel 1. It's Zane Smith and Chandler Smith. And uh, Chandler Smith, he was uh, one of the drivers who definitely needed practice because he could not get his car fired for what, Ever reason yesterday? Can you practice? will so be in dual one. Can and you practice your he car? He probably doesn't know. Sorry, can you practice your car not starting though when you push the button? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> he still doesn't know what he really has. And you know, NASCAR decided, hey, let's not build a storyline and have a hour or thirty minute practice session. Let's yeah. make the storyline be how much egg we're going to wear for this car going out first of all things and uh, not getting fired because of the lack of practice. Uh, but, yeah, those two are going in Duel 1. And then Duel 2, uh, Connor Daly, uh, Indy 500 mm-hmm. fame. He's driving for uh, the Floyd Money Mayweather team. Uh, he'll be uh, trying to get in over Austin Hill. And Connor Daly, one of those drivers who didn't get a chance to qualify yesterday, had an oil line actually, like, break off the car. Like, some weird spark flying situation happened. Yeah. Going through tech, I don't even know. They don't even know what happened. It was yeah, just he crazy. Didn't, he didn't even go through tech because, uh, you know, because of that issue. Well, here's the question on Car- Connor Daly. Look, it's just they're trying to qualify for the Daytona 500, right? So, I mean, but Connor Daly's one of those guys where it's interesting because he can drive a race car. And now, uh, granted, NASCAR is different than, you know, Indy cars and things like that. But, you know, as, as Kyle Larson has shown, a driver can be a driver. Are it going to be intriguing watching what he might be able to do tonight out there on the uh, track? I mean, yeah, he's probably the one guy I'm pulling for. Uh, you know, just because, I mean, the, the Indy ties. I mean, I think every Memorial Day weekend I just get excited about Connor Daly 
And, you know, the last couple of years he's been right there, you know, leading a bunch of laps. Uh, I feel like the breakthrough is going to happen. And we've also seen him. I mean, heck, I've called him racing a USAC midget before, too. So, I mean, this guy, he, uh, he, he does a lot. He's uh, probably the modern-day less talented A.J. Foyt, I guess. Uh, not to, you know, take, throw a shot at him, uh, but I, I think say. he would probably say the same thing. But he races everything, which I like. You just insulted the man unknowingly, right? Uh, taking a <laughs> yeah, shot. a backhanded compliment, yeah. right? Is, is that what we're all about? <laughs> well, it, it, that's one of those things where it's, it's a compliment, but at the same time, it's not. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I don't even know if it's a backhanded one, but uh, racing people would get that. But, of course, the duels tonight, 5 p.m. Phoenix time. FS1 will have all of that. Uh, it is an exciting little race, but look, it's about qualifying. You know, it's about getting into this race, where you're going to start. Of course, last night with qualifying, Alex Bowman, right, uh, goes out there, dominates 188.81 or something like that, miles per hour on the track, gets the pull for Sunday's race for the Daytona weekend. Kyle uh, Larson gets second place, so he'll start on the outside there. Uh, is this a thing for signing the uh, time? Uh, for Sunday for Alex Bowman. I can't say Alex Bowman in a sentence. Um, Alex Bowman to be fast this weekend? Well, I'm just glad you're not saying front row bow like uh, uh, Mike Joy kept trying to throw down yeah, our oh, ear holes last night. Yeah, that was awful. Uh, but, no, I mean, look, he started uh, on the front row six of the last six Daytona 500s, uh, and he has yet to finish in the top ten. So, I mean, yeah, yeah really, I mean, it's the crapshoot Daytona is. You know, I mean, Kyle Larson, who qualified second, actually, you know, tweeted last night, like, hey, Thanks for handling all the media duties. And Bowman himself last night said, <laughs> oh, now i got to talk five hours to media. It's like, really? You guys talk five hours? I don't know if he was ever exaggerating, be a little facetious. But then again, I can see it, you know, doing kind of the radio marathon today and everybody yeah. saying, oh, do you guys pee in the car? Do you guys do this? What? What happens if you get hungry in the car? You know how that goes. Yeah, well, it, it's like Super Bowl media day, if you don't know. So since they're the only two that are, you know, in this race that we know where they're starting, they're just going to get bombarded today with a, with like a thousand questions. And it's like, you know, it's just like Super Bowl media day. You know, oh, do you ever, you know, where do you go to the bathroom when you're driving? Yeah. But, I mean, like, uh, I mean, look, uh, Daytona is one of those races where it doesn't, like, we're not even going to preview the season this week. We're going to do that next week. And the reason is because Daytona has zero impact on the season for the most part. It's just a different type of race. This is the one where guys will stack up. You'll see a 13 pile, or, you know, pile upper at some point, maybe two of them uh, throughout this race. And usually the guy that wins this is just happy to not, you know, to survive a wreck at some point. To the point where Kyle Busch yesterday right, came in and uh, he saw that the, you know, they were promoting their new NASCAR sponsor with Powerball, and Kyle said, better chance of winning that than the Daytona 500. Yeehaw! When well, Kyle- he's got some hard times for Kyle. I mean, he's got some bad luck at this track. Like, I mean, you go back to it. I mean, this is the 75th anniversary. You go back 25 years ago, Dale Earnhardt, you know, won the, uh, his first Daytona 500, and I believe Mike Joy, you know, coming to the checkered flag was like, ah, 20 years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Earnhardt finally wins the Daytona 500, and I kind of feel like right now, I mean, Kyle Busch has been doing this a long time, and he's just uh, has not – I mean, he can race plate tracks, but for some reason, Daytona 500, it's a totally different beast for him where he just looks so lost out there. And, you know, I don't know if a lot of that's kind of his racing style, dumb luck or whatever. So I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how he does specifically in the Richard Childress car this weekend because usually those Joe Gibbs cars work together until about, what, 50 laps yep. ago? Then it's like, all right, well – we're Toyotas. Let's go break off and do our own thing. And it's like, guys, y'all totally like screwed the pooch here. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, around yeah. 50 laps to go, that's when all the wrecks start. Yeah, and go because they're all racing for the end, right? I mean, uh, look, Ford has won three of the last six Daytona 500. Chevy was the only one winning after 2014. 
Uh, you know, uh, Dale Jarrett was the last poll sitter to win the Daytona 500 in 2000. Uh, since 2010, eight Daytona 500s have gone beyond the scheduled 500-mile race, you know, the overtime stuff. Uh, then uh, also since 2000, the driver that led the most laps has only won the Daytona 500 five times. I'm only bringing up those stats to say we have no idea. what's Anybody that says they're predicting this weekend and they know it's going to happen has no idea what's about to happen in front of us. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I, I think there's, you know, a couple drivers you know who should be there at the end, uh, barring any sort of craziness. Uh, I think Ryan Blaney is one of those drivers who should be there in the top five at the end. The guy has led them all basically but that 200th lap or that yeah. last lap, like you said, with overtime. Uh, so, I mean, he'll be one to keep an eye on. I really like, uh, you know, his good buddy Bubba Wallace has turned into a heck of a plate racer uh, at these tracks. Um, Denny Hamlin. He's always one in the mix and, you know, still I mean, looking for that, that third Daytona 500. Martin Truex trying to win the big one here. Uh, I mean, there's so many storylines for guys who you know should be there in a perfect world. But, like you said, it really doesn't matter because there's always that chance of a 20-car pileup happening, whether it be off some driver making a mistake on pit road or, like we saw last uh, summer, <laughs> rainfall falling in turn number one, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, they they threw that. If you don't remember, they threw the green. Rainfall was in turn one and just caused a huge wreck there at the end of the race. Uh, the question I got, I mean, you can even see, I mean, Corey LaJoy finished, what, second in this race? Uh, was it last year, the year before? So you can even see guys that are perennially, you know, in the back of the pack uh, here be up in the front based on how the wrecks go toward the end of these races here and everything. So, I mean, this is a fun, they call this, you know, the Super Bowl of racing. It's just a big interaction week and everything. It's not a race that's an indicative of NASCAR, uh, you know, so they start off with the clash, which, you know, is just to uh, bring in the L.A. market, for instance. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Then the first race is Daytona, which isn't indicative of what the NASCAR season will be. It's kind of a one off there. Uh, how, do you still feel like this is the right way for NASCAR to start their season, Chief? I still feel like it. I mean, you know, the news came out well, Monday that this is a complete sellout. Like, I mean, the grandstands are full. The camping's full. Um they have this new fan zone that's going to be packed out. So, I mean, I, I feel like this is the right thing that, you know, NASCAR is doing. It was funny. I was listening to something earlier and they were talking about, you know, would it still be the Daytona 500 if they ran it in April? No, I don't think it would be. Like, I think like this is like the perfect spot for, it. I mean, we remember COVID, right? We had the masters yeah. in what, October? Yeah. It didn't feel like the masters, right? Yeah. And then the next year, go back to the masters in April. Like, all right, all is right with the world. So yeah, I feel like if you were to move this race, it'd be like, Oh, what the heck? But I mean, Daytona is, it has always been to stock car racing, just kind of that Super Bowl. I mean, heck, 75 years ago, it all got started. They were racing on the Daytona Beach yeah, uh, <laughs> in their cars. And then, uh, you know, they used to have Speed Weeks. I saw the graphic last night of Daytona Speed Weeks, which, I mean, Speed Weeks used to encompass the 24-hour Le Mans race. Yeah. And then they would qualify literally, you know, a week before the actual Daytona 500. They would run the Clash also at Daytona. Now it's just... Daytona Speed Five Days, which they should probably change the graphic on. But I still feel like this is the best place to start the season. Uh, everybody's excited, jacked up. I mean, and plus, you look at this style of racing. This style of racing is what gets fans, you know, the well, novice fan, I guess, yes. interested in the sport, right? Like, the novice fan doesn't care that, oh, this guy's two and a half seconds back, but he's running him down right now. <laughs> the novice fan cares about, wow, these guys are side by side, and, oh, crap, there's a five-car pileup right there, and the guy's on fire. 
Well, you that's know, that's what the novice fan cares about. Well, and not only that, but you know, you got uh, if you know novice fans even know like they come out of three and they're you know they're in a pack of six or seven people and you see one guy get squirrely right his back end disappear and he starts to wobble uh you know this is that type of race where that means something and even the novice fans can get that you know if this happens in you know a regular oval track like phoenix you're like oh the guy wobbled hit the hit the you know hit the wall he recovered everything you do that here and it can get a little dicey for everybody and i mean let's face it a lot of the novice people watch this because they want to see the big the big wrecks out there like we saw with mm-hmm. uh, um uh, God, I almost said Ryan Blaney. What's his name? A couple years ago, right? Uh, Ryan there. Newman. Uh, Newman, yes. Uh, you know, that's what a lot of people are watching it for. So it's going to be a fun race. It's always a fun race. Daniel Suarez, chief, signs his contract extension with Trackhouse. You know, it's his first extension he's ever signed with the team. He's 31 years old, got his first win last year on the uh, road course, one of those road courses there. Uh, is this uh, kind of going to propel him to have a little bit more success uh, with the comfortability of getting that extension at Trackhouse? I really hope it does because, I mean, last year he got his first win middle season at Sonoma, and then he just kind of fell off the map. And, you know, he's one of those guys, first half of the season, that was really, hey, man, look at Suarez. He, you know, has this top five finish and, or this top five run going, then something would happen. And it's like, man, you know they're there, knock on the door. And then they finally beat down the door, got the win. And it all just kind of went away. Uh, so not, not too sure what's happened there. And, you know, I feel like there was kind of a shift from Suarez, who started that track house team with Pitbull and Justin Marks, and then went to the second driver in Chastain, who, you know, end of the year, that's who Dominator. we're all talking about, yeah. obviously, with uh, the Hell Melon and the Wall Ride. Uh, so <laughs> well, and- I'm glad Suarez got it done. And hopefully, you know, this is something where he can just breathe easy and go out there and race. Well, I mean, Chastain made the final four too, you know, in surprising fashion right. as well. So his, his thing there, the other big news in the off season, obviously besides Kyle Busch moving teams, et cetera, et cetera, we talked about, but Alex Bowman uh, the other day signs a three-year contract extension. And then Ali uh, signs a five-year extension with Hendrick Motorsports to continue to be his sponsor. So it uh, looks like Alex Bowman is, uh, you know, in the 48 car is, is set up as well to have some uh, peace of mind going into this race and goes out there and shows him he's the right driver by winning the poll last night. Yeah, it's really good to uh, get that uh, contract done. There's a lot of talk, a lot of speculation, especially now that Kevin Harvick's going to be stepping out of the number four car. Like, hey, who is that next guy at Stuart Haas Racing? Uh, you know, they just brought in Ryan Priest, and they try to get, you know, bring up a Riley Herbst or a Cole Custer, or do you look at uh, another driver? I know Ross Chastain's name is getting mentioned a whole lot right now for that ride, and uh, Alex Bellin is kind of one of those drivers as well. And, uh, you know, how about it for Alex Bowman? No, it's fantastic. Sprint car race and, on uh, yeah. Monday night is best finish in the Sprint Car 410 on Monday night. <laughs> then uh, last night wins the pole. Yeah, and, and he's just a great person to talk to, you know. And, uh, you know, I think you're going to see his star rise a little bit more. You know, uh, going into this season, we'll get into that next week, Chief. But, you know, Ryan Blaney's the favorite to win this weekend. Doesn't mean anything in this race, but he, you know, he led NASCAR last year in laps one, didn't win a race at all, and uh, trying to switch that around. So something to watch going up there. First and 15 checks in it, Chief, and says, I tried to be a fan of NASCAR, but I just wasn't poor and stupid enough. <laughs> does that how's that feel for you chief <laughs> yeah well tell your mama tell your mama said hi <laughs> oh man and then beer bob says when you guys are done talking about cars driving around in circles can we talk a little wwe elimination chamber with chief <laughs> how about it who, who you guys liking this weekend i know izzy's on it yeah izzy's uh all into this stuff oh, yeah, who yeah. you got that's of course that's this weekend as well yeah, 
I think Austin. He, he got he got Reigns or Zane. Oh, Reigns all the way. Reigns all the way. I think it, it, Reigns is going to win this, right? I mean, obviously, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it sets it up. Uh, yeah. Probably Uso interference. Kevin Owens come in. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it pretty much writes itself for this weekend. Which the Elimination yeah. Chamber isn't a, uh, you know, isn't a high profile. You know, event for NASCAR. I'm mean, sorry for uh, WWE. You know, it's I know or NASCAR. Either they don't. They should do an elimination chamber. That'd be amazing. Um, you know, well, but this, I feel, I this feel is like going to set up. Might get a little elimination chamber this weekend, right? <laughs> exactly. Pileups going on the racetrack. You know, but WWE. This is just an event to set up the storylines. Of course, going into WrestleMania yep. and and that stuff. So it's not going to be a ton of surprises, but it'll be fun to watch. Of course, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah Brock Lesnar. Going at it. That'd be fun. I, I can never get enough of him. I'm not going to lie. You know, he's getting older. You know, he doesn't uh, move in the ring very much, but uh, he's still a lot of fun to watch, I think. He oh, is. Yeah. He's a big guy. I like it. So, Chief, we're going to get. We're gonna be doing this every week, getting ready for NASCAR this year. You'll be joining us uh, on there, of course, uh, guys. Follow Chief. Talking racing. That's where he does his uh, racing stuff. Long Butter says his money's on Kyle Busch this weekend. That's going to be tough, man. I like it. I, I really do like the pick. Like, there, there's really? some guys out there who, like, I mean, when I look at the leaderboard, right, how in the heck is Kyle Larson the, you know, tied with the second favorite odds? Like, Kyle Larson hates Daytona. Yeah, he hates Talladega. Yeah. He goes in here scared crapless, you know. Uh, he just does not like this. Although I did see yesterday where he said that he, him and his spotter were going to watch last year's Daytona 500 in the bus today and try to figure out what they do so wrong at these plate tracks. But I don't know how Kyle Larson's up there. Uh, but, yeah, Kyle Busch plus 1,400. I, I like that. I'm on that one. Like I said, Ryan Blaney plus 1,200. Got to be a fan of that, right, if you're a numbers Absolutely. guy. Uh, yeah. Ryan Blaney in 12 plus 1,200. So, I mean, yeah, I like those guys. I think Keselowski, uh, you know, might turn some heads too yeah. finish in the top five. Yeah, just uh, Kyle Busch, my only issue with him is new team. Like, he's like jokey Kyle Busch now, right? He's going to become a fan favorite with this new attitude he has. But I want to see what happens on the track when his car doesn't perform the way he wants because with with, uh, Joe Gibbs, which is one of the better teams in NASCAR, he would cry incessantly, blame it on his uh, pit crew, blame it on everybody else and how it didn't work. He's not on that same level with, uh, with this new group. And I want to see how it performs. And this weekend, we're probably going to see it pretty quickly on if he's happy, if he goes back to the old Kyle Busch or not. And I just got to wait to see. Now, can he be there at the end? Absolutely. Because you know how it goes. You're either the leader and you finish this race in front or you're in the way back and then everybody in the middle kind of wrecks themselves out of it. And that's how you get some guys like Corey LaJoy and those guys, you know, uh, in the top five, top three at the end of the race uh, with those wrecks that go on. But it's going to be a fun race. Santa's number one helper says, always good to hear Chief on the radio. So there you go, man. There's your ego boost today. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) I appreciate it. So you'll be joining us every week uh, to talk NASCAR leading up to the races and then do a recap at the end of the week. So Talking Racing is your uh, Twitter page where you're going to be, obviously, Talking Racing. Uh, We'll be uh, retweeting all Talking. No G. And then we'll, yeah, (laughs) T-A-L-K-I-N-R-A-C-I-N. You're not not helping uh, First and 15's uh, comment that uh, he's, you know, not being stupid enough, and then you have to spell talking to people. Well, I just want to let them know. How, how to spell it because it's not talking it's talking <laughs> we'll do uh, and, and, we'll and do Twitter the only gives you a, a, a certain amount of characters and then you know i think izzy is going to start talking wrestling and then uh, you know we'll <laughs> you we'll just make this me. a weekly thing right 
the um yeah no we'll we'll do the promotion on it and everything and get the get these uh segments out separate from the normal show like we talked about and uh people will find you chief and then uh kiss the cook says four tens yes chief mentioned some dirt racing 600 mini western world friday and saturday at adobe mountain speedway absolutely riley's gonna be out there uh working that race i'll be down in uh casa grand for the uh the uh, Dwarf Nationals or whatever that's called. So, um, you a short straw, didn't you? Um, well, <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll tell you off air why I chose. Uh, I, I have the ability to choose. I'll tell you off air why I chose Casa Grande. So, <laughs> um, it, you know, it's, uh, yeah, uh, I'd rather not say on air. But, Chief, I appreciate you joining us, man. And uh, how do you feel about the Cardinals' new head coach real quick? Uh, don't know much about him. He was a former Eagle, so hate him already. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see if he grows on me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chief. We'll talk to you uh, next week for the recap of Daytona. Appreciate it, man. And uh, we'll be back at the main event, 1580 The Fanatic.